part one chapter five sections one through three of the possessed by fyodor dostoevsky translated by constance garnett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine chapter five the subtle serpent section one varvara petrovna rang the bell and threw herself into an easy chair by the window sit here my dear she motioned marya timofyevna to a seat in the middle of the room by a large round table stepan trofimovitch what is the meaning of this see see look at this woman what is the meaning of it i i i faltered stepan trofimovitch but a footman came in a cup of coffee at once we must have it as quickly as possible keep the horses mais cher excellent ami dans quelle inquiétude stepan trofimovitch exclaimed in a dying voice ah french french i can see at once that it's the highest society cried marya timofyevna clapping her hands ecstatically preparing herself to listen to a conversation in french varvara petrovna stared at her almost in dismay we all sat in silence waiting to see how it would end shatov did not lift up his head and stepan trofimovitch was overwhelmed with confusion as though it were all his fault the perspiration stood out on his temples i glanced at liza she was sitting in the corner almost beside shatov her eyes darted keenly from varvara petrovna to the cripple and back again her lips were drawn into a smile but not a pleasant one varvara petrovna saw that smile meanwhile marya timofyevna was absolutely transported with evident enjoyment and without a trace of embarrassment she stared at varvara petrovna's beautiful drawing-room the furniture the carpets the pictures on the walls the old-fashioned painted ceiling the great bronze crucifix in the corner the china lamp the albums the objects on the table and you're here too shatushka she cried suddenly only fancy i saw you a long time ago but i thought it couldn't be you how could you come here and she laughed gaily you know this woman said varvara petrovna turning to him at once i know her muttered shatov he seemed about to move from his chair but remained sitting what do you know of her make haste please oh well he stammered with an incongruous smile you see for yourself what do i see come now say something she lives in the same house as i do with her brother an officer well shatov stammered again it's not worth talking about he muttered and relapsed into determined silence he positively flushed with determination of course one can expect nothing else from you said varvara petrovna indignantly it was clear to her now that they all knew something and at the same time that they were all scared that they were evading her questions and anxious to keep something from her the footman came in and brought her on a little silver tray the cup of coffee she had so specially ordered but at a sign from her moved with it at once towards marya timofyevna you were very cold just now my dear make haste and drink it and get warm merci marya timofyevna took the cup and at once went off into a giggle at having said merci to the footman but meeting varvara petrovna's reproving eyes she was overcome with shyness and put the cup on the table auntie surely you're not angry she faltered with a sort of flippant playfulness what varvara petrovna started and drew herself up in her chair i'm not your aunt what are you thinking of 
Marya Timofyevna, not expecting such an angry outburst, began trembling all over in little convulsive shudders, as though she were in a fit and sank back in her chair. I, I, I thought that was the proper way, she faltered, gazing open-eyed at Varvara Petrovna. Liza called you that. What, Liza? Why, this young lady here, said Marya Timofyevna, pointing with her finger. So she's Liza already? You called her that yourself just now, said Marya Timofyevna, growing a little bolder. And I dreamed of a beauty like that, she added, laughing as it were accidentally. Varvara Petrovna reflected and grew calmer. She even smiled faintly at Marya Timofyeva's last words. The latter, catching her smile, got up from her chair and, limping, went timidly towards her. Take it. I forgot to give it back. Don't be angry with my rudeness she took from her shoulders the black shawl that varvara petrovna had wrapped round her put it on again at once and you can keep it always go and sit down drink your coffee and please don't be afraid of me my dear don't worry yourself i am beginning to understand you cher ami stepan trofimovitch ventured again ach stepan trofimovitch it's bewildering enough without you you might at least spare me please ring that bell there near you to the maid's room a silence followed her eyes strayed irritably and suspiciously over all our faces agasha her favourite maid came in bring me my check shawl the one i bought in geneva what's darya pavlovna doing she's not very well madam go and ask her to come here say that i want her particularly even if she's not well at that instant there was again as before an unusual noise of steps and voices in the next room and suddenly praskovya ivanovna panting and distracted appeared in the doorway she was leaning on the arm of mavriki nikolaevitch ah heavens i could scarcely drag myself here liza you mad girl how you treat your mother she squeaked concentrating in that squeak as weak and irritable people are wont to do all her accumulated irritability varvara petrovna i've come for my daughter varvara petrovna looked at her from under her brows half rose to meet her and scarcely concealing her vexation brought out good morning praskovya ivanovna please be seated i knew you would come section two there could be nothing surprising to praskovya ivanovna in such a reception varvara petrovna had from childhood upwards treated her old school-friend tyrannically and under a show of friendship almost contemptuously and this was an exceptional occasion too during the last few days there had been almost a complete rupture between the two households as i have mentioned incidentally already the reason of this rupture was still a mystery to varvara petrovna which made it all the more offensive but the chief cause of offence was that praskovya ivanovna had succeeded in taking up an extraordinarily supercilious attitude towards varvara petrovna varvara petrovna was wounded of course and meanwhile some strange rumours had reached her which also irritated her extremely especially by their vagueness varvara petrovna was of a direct and proudly frank character somewhat slapdash in her methods indeed if the expression is permissible there was nothing she detested so much as secret and mysterious insinuations she always preferred war in the open anyway the two ladies had not met for five days the last visit had been paid by varvara petrovna who had come back from that drozhdov woman offended and perplexed 
i can say with certainty that praskovya ivanovna had come on this occasion with the naive conviction that varvara petrovna would for some reason be sure to stand in awe of her this was evident from the very expression of her face evidently too varvara petrovna was always possessed by a demon of haughty pride whenever she had the least ground for suspecting that she was for some reason supposed to be humiliated like many weak people who for a long time allow themselves to be insulted without resenting it praskovya ivanovna showed an extraordinary violence in her attack at the first favourable opportunity it is true that she was not well and always became more irritable in illness i must add finally that our presence in the drawing-room could hardly be much check to the two ladies who had been friends from childhood if a quarrel had broken out between them we were looked upon as friends of the family and almost as their subjects i made that reflection with some alarm at the time stepan trofimovitch who had not sat down since the entrance of varvara petrovna sank helplessly into an armchair on hearing praskovya ivanovna's squeal and tried to catch my eye with a look of despair shatov turned sharply in his chair and growled something to himself i believe he meant to get up and go away liza rose from her chair but sank back again at once without even paying befitting attention to her mother's squeal not from waywardness but obviously because she was entirely absorbed by some other overwhelming impression she was looking absent-mindedly into the air no longer noticing even marya timofyevna section three ah here praskovya ivanovna indicated an easy-chair near the table and sank heavily into it with the assistance of mavriki nikolaevitch i wouldn't have sat down in your house my lady if it weren't for my legs she added in a breaking voice varvara petrovna raised her head a little and with an expression of suffering pressed the fingers of her right hand to her right temple evidently in acute pain why so praskovya ivanovna why wouldn't you sit down in my house i possessed your late husband's sincere friendship all his life and you and i used to play with our dolls at school together as girls praskovya ivanovna waved her hands i knew that was coming you always begin about the school when you want to reproach me that's your way but to my thinking that's only fine talk i can't stand the school you're always talking about you've come in rather a bad temper i'm afraid how are your legs here they're bringing you some coffee please have some drink it and don't be cross varvara petrovna you treat me as though i were a child i won't have any coffee so there and she pettishly waved away the footman who was bringing her coffee all the others refused coffee too except mavriki nikolaevitch and me stepan trofimovitch took it but put it aside on the table though marya timofyevna was very eager to have another cup and even put out her hand to take it on second thoughts she refused it ceremoniously and was obviously pleased with herself for doing so varvara petrovna gave a wry smile i'll tell you what it is praskovya ivanovna my friend you must have taken some fancy into your head again and that's why you've come you've simply lived on fancies all your life you flew into a fury at the mere mention of our school but do you remember how you came and persuaded all the class that a hussar called shablikin had proposed to you and how madame lefevre proved on the spot you were lying yet you weren't lying you were simply imagining it all to amuse yourself come tell me what is it now what are you fancying now what is it vexes you 
and you fell in love with the priest who used to teach us scripture at school so much for you since you've such a spiteful memory ha ha she laughed viciously and went off into a fit of coughing ah you've not forgotten the priest then said varvara petrovna looking at her vindictively her face turned green praskovya ivanovna suddenly assumed a dignified air i'm in no laughing mood now madame why have you drawn my daughter into your scandals in the face of the whole town that's what i've come about my scandals varvara petrovna drew herself up menacingly maman i entreat you too to restrain yourself lizaveta nikolaevna brought out suddenly what's that you say the maman was on the point of breaking into a squeal again but catching her daughter's flashing eyes she subsided suddenly how could you talk about scandal maman cried liza flushing red i came of my own accord with yulia mihailovna's permission because i wanted to learn this unhappy woman's story and to be of use to her this unhappy woman's story praskovya ivanovna drawled with a spiteful laugh is it your place to mix yourself up with such stories ah enough of your tyrannizing she turned furiously to varvara petrovna i don't know whether it's true or not they say you keep the whole town in order but it seems your turn has come at last varvara petrovna sat straight as an arrow ready to fly from the bow for ten seconds she looked sternly and immovably at praskovya ivanovna well praskovya you must thank god that all here present are our friends she said at last with ominous composure you've said a great deal better unsaid but i'm not so much afraid of what the world will say my lady as some people it's you who under a show of pride are trembling at what people will say and as for all here being your friends it's better for you than if strangers had been listening have you grown wiser during this week it's not that i've grown wiser but simply that the truth has come out this week what truth has come out this week listen praskovya ivanovna don't irritate me explain to me this minute i beg you as a favour what truth has come out and what do you mean by that why there it is sitting before you and praskovya ivanovna suddenly pointed at marya timofyevna with that desperate determination which takes no heed of consequences if only it can make an impression at the moment marya timofyevna who had watched her all the time with light-hearted curiosity laughed exultingly at the sight of the wrathful guest's finger pointed impetuously at her and wriggled gleefully in her easy-chair god almighty have mercy on us they've all gone crazy exclaimed varvara petrovna and turning pale she sank back in her chair she turned so pale that it caused some commotion stepan trofimovitch was the first to rush up to her i drew near also even liza got up from her seat though she did not come forward but the most alarmed of all was praskovya ivanovna herself she uttered a scream got up as far as she could and almost wailed in a lachrymose voice varvara petrovna dear forgive me for my wicked foolishness give her some water somebody don't whimper please praskovya ivanovna and leave me alone gentlemen please i don't want any water varvara petrovna pronounced in a firm though low voice with blanched lips varvara petrovna my dear praskovya ivanovna went on a little reassured though i am to blame for my reckless words what's upset me more than anything else are these anonymous letters that some low creatures keep bombarding me with 
they might write to you since it concerns you but i've a daughter varvara petrovna looked at her in silence with wide-open eyes listening with wonder at that moment a side door in the corner opened noiselessly and darya pavlovna made her appearance she stood still and looked round she was struck by our perturbation probably she did not at first distinguish marya timovyevna of whose presence she had not been informed stepan trofimovitch was the first to notice her he made a rapid movement turned red and for some reason proclaimed in a loud voice darya pavlovna so that all eyes turned on the newcomer oh is this your darya pavlovna cried marya timovyevna well shatushka your sister's not like you how can my fellow call such a charmer the serf-wench dasha meanwhile darya pavlovna had gone up to varvara petrovna but struck by marya timovyevna's exclamation she turned quickly and stopped just before her chair looking at the imbecile with a long fixed gaze sit down dasha varvara petrovna brought out with terrifying composure nearer that's right you can see this woman sitting down do you know her i have never seen her dasha answered quietly and after a pause she added at once she must be the invalid sister of captain lebyadkin and it's the first time i've set eyes on you my love though i've been interested and wanted to know you a long time for i see how well-bred you are in every movement you make marya timovyevna cried enthusiastically and though my footman swears at you can such a well-educated charming person as you really have stolen money from him for you are sweet 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 i tell you that from myself she concluded enthusiastically waving her hand can you make anything of it varvara petrovna asked with proud dignity i understand it have you heard about the money no doubt it's the money that i undertook at nikolai vsyevolodovitch's request to hand over to her brother captain lebyadkin a silence followed did nikolai vsyevolodovitch himself ask you to do so he was very anxious to send that money three hundred roubles to mr lebyadkin and as he didn't know his address but only knew that he was to be in our town he charged me to give it to mr lebyadkin if he came what is the money lost what was this woman speaking about just now that i don't know i've heard before that mr lebyadkin says i didn't give him all the money but i don't understand his words there were three hundred roubles and i sent him three hundred roubles darya pavlovna had almost completely regained her composure and it was difficult i may mention as a rule to astonish the girl or ruffle her calm for long whatever she might be feeling she brought out all her answers now without haste replied immediately to every question with accuracy quietly smoothly and without a trace of the sudden emotion she had shown at first or the slightest embarrassment which might have suggested a consciousness of guilt varvara petrovna's eyes were fixed upon her all the time she was speaking varvara petrovna thought for a minute if she pronounced at last firmly evidently addressing all present though she only looked at dasha if nikolai vsyevolodovitch did not appeal even to me but asked you to do this for him he must have had his reasons for doing so i don't consider i have any right to inquire into them if they are kept secret from me but the very fact of your having taken part in the matter reassures me on that score be sure of that darya in any case but you see my dear you may through ignorance of the world have quite innocently done something imprudent 
and you did so when you undertook to have dealings with a low character the rumours spread by this rascal show what a mistake you made but i will find out about him and as it is my task to protect you i shall know how to defend you but now all this must be put a stop to the best thing to do said marya timofyevna popping up from her chair is to send him to the footman's room when he comes let him sit on the benches there and play cards with them while we sit here and drink coffee we might send him a cup of coffee too but i have a great contempt for him and she wagged her head expressively we must put a stop to this varvara petrovna repeated listening attentively to marya timofyevna ring stepan trofimovitch i beg you stepan trofimovitch rang and suddenly stepped forward all excitement if if he faltered feverishly flushing breaking off and stuttering if i too have heard the most revolting story or rather slander it was with utter indignation enfin c'est un homme perdu et quelque chose comme un faussat évadé he broke down and could not go on varvara petrovna screwing up her eyes looked him up and down the ceremonious butler alexey yegorytch came in the carriage varvara petrovna ordered and you alexey yegorytch get ready to escort miss lebyadkin home she will give you the address herself mr lebyadkin has been waiting for her for some time downstairs and has been begging me to announce him that's impossible varvara petrovna and mavriki nikolaevna who had sat all the time in unbroken silence suddenly came forward in alarm if i may speak he is not a man who can be admitted into society he-he-he's an impossible person varvara petrovna wait a minute said varvara petrovna to alexey yegorytch and he disappeared at once c'est un homme malhonnête et je crois même que c'est un forçat évadé ou quelque chose dans ce genre stepan trofimovitch muttered again and again he flushed red and broke off liza it's time we were going announced praskovya ivanovna disdainfully getting up from her seat she seemed sorry that in her alarm she had called herself a fool while darya pavlovna was speaking she listened pressing her lips superciliously but what struck me most was the expression of lizaveta nikolaevna from the moment darya pavlovna had come in there was a gleam of hatred and hardly disguised contempt in her eyes wait one minute praskovya ivanovna i beg you varvara petrovna detained her still with the same exaggerated composure kindly sit down i intend to speak out and your legs are bad that's right thank you i lost my temper just now and uttered some impatient words be so good as to forgive me i behaved foolishly and i'm the first to regret it because i like fairness in everything losing your temper too of course you spoke of certain anonymous letters every anonymous communication is deserving of contempt just because it's not signed if you think differently i'm sorry for you in any case if i were in your place i would not pry into such dirty corners i would not soil my hands with it but you have soiled yours however since you have begun on the subject yourself i must tell you that six days ago i too received a clownish anonymous letter in it some rascal informs me that nikolai vsyevolodovitch has gone out of his mind and that i have reason to fear some lame woman who is destined to play a great part in my life i remember the expression reflecting and being aware that nikolai vsyevolodovitch has very numerous enemies 
i promptly sent for a man living here one of his secret enemies and the most vindictive and contemptible of them and from my conversation with him i gathered what was the despicable source of the anonymous letter if you too my poor praskovya ivanovna had been worried by similar letters on my account and as you say bombarded with them i am of course the first to regret having been the innocent cause of it that's all i wanted to tell you by way of explanation i'm very sorry to see that you are so tired and so upset besides i have quite made up my mind to see that suspicious personage of whom mavriky nikolaevitch said just now a little inappropriately that it was impossible to receive him liza in particular need have nothing to do with it come to me liza my dear let me kiss you again liza crossed the room and stood in silence before varvara petrovna the latter kissed her took her hands and holding her at arm's length looked at her with feeling then made the sign of the cross over her and kissed her again well good-bye liza there was almost the sound of tears in varvara petrovna's voice believe that i shall never cease to love you whatever fate has in store for you god be with you i have always blessed his holy will she would have added something more but restrained herself and broke off liza was walking back to her place still in the same silence as it were plunged in thought but she suddenly stopped before her mother i am not going yet mother i'll stay a little longer at auntie's she brought out in a low voice but there was a note of iron determination in those quiet words my goodness what now wailed praskovya ivanovna clasping her hands helplessly but liza did not answer and seemed indeed not to hear her she sat down in the same corner and fell to gazing into space again as before there was a look of pride and triumph in varvara petrovna's face mavriky nikolaevitch i have a great favour to ask of you be so kind as to go and take a look at that person downstairs and if there is any possibility of admitting him bring him up here mavriky nikolaevitch bowed and went out a moment later he brought in mr lebyadkin End of chapter 5, section 3. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine.